We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Bucks won a f***ing NBA championship. Yeah! What? What? He tries to take a pulse, baby. Watching that basketball game, like, caused health problems for me. Boogie hates racism and Chris Paul. And who cannot get on board with that platform? If I've learned a lot, this, I, I'm not going to say it. That sounds too good. No, roll. Uh, roll no, 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 no. <laughs> if the Bucks do win it all, Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there, welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, probably a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and GSPN. I am Ty Windish, one of your hosts, joined as always by the on-dame time Rohan Kadi. That was clunky, whatever. You, you do like watches, so it kind of works. I do, I'm not wearing really... one right now, but I'll tap my wrist. Well, yeah, the new, the new one is coming in. I don't know if that's true. Rohan, how's it going? Good, unfortunately, I do not have a watch on the way, unless... Unless Dame and Breitling and Giannis want to, unless they want to hit me up, man. Like, if, if like, come on, come on, just, just, just help your guy out, you know? On, on interview requests going forward, I'll just include a paragraph at the bottom. Also, if you have a Breitling connection and would like to supply Rohan, let us know. I think it's a match made in heaven. Giannis is a big Breitling spokesperson. He's now got Dame. Does Dame actually have a watch? I don't know. Uh, don't you would be the only it. one out of the two of us who would know that. Let's, we're doing some live Googling here. Watch spokes. I mean, I feel like he's probably at least made like a game time line with somebody at some point, but I, I have no idea. Tiso, Tiso, Tiso. Uh, hey, if Tiso wants to hit me up too, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say no to that. Is there but, a game uh, time watch or is Dame just a spokesperson? I think he's just a spokesperson. For See, TV. that's a missed opportunity. Yeah, that's fair. That's I'm not fair. a watch guy, but if you said, oh, this is the Dame Time watch, I'm automatically intrigued. Yeah. The thing is, like, Tiso's like a like a like an actual good watch uh, brand. Yeah. Like, and I think they're I think they're the official watch of the NBA. If that not sounds mistaken. right. Yeah. So I don't know if I don't know what a Dame Time watch would look like. Sick. It would look sick. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I was about to say it'd be red and black, but no, those aren't his colors anymore. Not anymore. Um, but long-winded uh, way of saying, yeah, just just hit just hit me up, Brightling Tiso. Well, I thought you, you were going to get us back on track. You're going back to ask for for more watches. Okay. Anyway, uh, red and black are not Dame's colors anymore because he is a Milwaukee Buck, and that was made even more official. This week on Monday and Tuesday, and I guess Wednesday, all the days. But Bucks Media Day was Monday and camp started Tuesday. So we've got 
quite a bit to talk about. A lot of people talked on media day, even more than talked the next day. And thankfully, the Bucks put those interviews up on YouTube. So we were able to go through, hear from pretty much every core member of the team. Have we have we not heard from Marjon at length? I don't believe so. I feel like I've I think seen we, something I think from we, him transcribed, but I don't think I've seen a full interview anywhere. We, so just that, saw, we saw an interview with him on Wednesday after practice. I, I think that's like the last guy who I haven't seen a full interview of yet. Um, so I'll have to go check out the Marjon one. We have stuff about Marjon though, so we'll still talk about him. But I think we have a lot to go through. Let's start with the top. Um, Giannis. I, I want to talk about Dame's comments too. Dame went first on media day. I do feel what Giannis said on Media Day is actually being underreported uh, and underdiscussed, both outside Bucks world, because of course it was a positive Bucks thing. Of course, they don't they don't care, and within the Bucks world as well. So this is a quote from Giannis. And I'm not saying this is bulletproof. We'll get to it. This is what he said. Uh, Bart Winkler transcribed and shared the video of this. Shout out to Bart at Wings Things. Quote: Money is not important. A lot of bleeping money is important. So I'm going to sign it next year. It doesn't make sense to sign right now. I want to be a Milwaukee Buck for the rest of my career as long as we are winning. He said it in somewhat jest. I'll sign it next year. But he still said it. He did. It's still on his mind. If you want to take him at face value, he said he's signing a contract next summer. Yeah, because of the financial – and we've been over this. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. It's, 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 it's much like more he advantageous. Sign, he could sign three years, I believe 169 or 189 this right now. Or he could sign five years, $315 yeah. million dollars next year. So it has to do with you can't extend a contract if it's too long. So if he extends now, he couldn't just like extend again and make up for it next summer. It's kind of an all or nothing deal. Extension rules are still weird. So that's that's in part why um, that's the case. But like that – I feel like that has gotten almost no play. Uh, I well, yeah, because because that doesn't help people's agendas trying to get Giannis out of Milwaukee. Like, oh, he's eligible for an extension. He's not going to sign it. Yeah, Giannis had to go on media day and explain. Yeah, it doesn't make financial sense for me to yeah. sign this contract because no one else gets it. He I also, mean, we get it. Yeah, but like, our listeners, our our yeah, tuned in our listeners, listeners yeah, know. Yes, but it's like general NBA consumers. No, don't they don't well because you know the people who are. How many how many more times do we hear? Hey, Mark Lazary knew. Did he? Did he still know? He sold his stake. He saw something coming. He knew they were gonna. The, was the was the storm coming? Damian Lillard. He, uh, this uh, uh, exact quote from person we're quoting. Uh, he's he's a very smart guy. He doesn't do these things for a reason. It's like shut up. Yeah, it's Giannis said he's gonna sign next year. They got Damian Lillard. Yeah, he, good thing he got out. What a horrible time to be involved with the Bucks. Jimmy and D has them writing these huge checks. They don't seem to mind. I, I guess they don't see the same storm coming. Um, or uh, Wes Edens, who actually also spoke at media day. I thought Wes Wes shoots from the hip. Wes had a good, a good. We're not going to talk Wes too much about wild. it, but yeah, he was he was letting some some takes go. You know, you know what Wes Wes does. He says some stuff. as Jordan as Jordan reminded me. He's the one who said um, we trust the results. We let those guys in Philly trust, and that played out played out, baby. Um. But yeah, Giannis was very candid. Uh, as far as Giannis goes, I think um, he also said 
Well, again, something we've been saying. He said, hey, guys, I've been saying that stuff about they need to build a winner around me for like five years. Like that's every year. That's he how I feel he, he all the time. He Nothing changed. Every year. He's, I think he's the quote was, I've been saying this since I became every year since I became the leader of this team. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he has. He's yeah. been doing the same thing. That's why we didn't overreact at all to that New York Times piece. But again, some people want to say, I don't know. This feels different. I feel like he's soft launching his exit. Just pay attention. Yeah. It's not that hard. Pay attention. And he also said, he verbatim said, like, I'm happy with the commitment. Um, the yeah, Bucks he made, said which they, we would they hope, showed he that they're winning. He, he literally said they showed they're committed to winning. Yeah. He said the thing. Well, that's the funny thing, too, about all the, the fear. It's like every time he says the thing about, uh, I'll, you know, they need to be winning or, or I'll leave. Right after it, he pretty much always says, but I want to play for the Milwaukee Bucks my whole career. Like, it's... It's literally up to them. And it's not just a decision. Like, it's also performance. It's going to be harder, you know, as Dave and Chris age to continue putting him in these spots. But to this point and in the immediate future, for sure, the Bucks have done that. Giannis is happy. I thought this media day, the media day itself, the theme of a lot of the interviews, I, I thought it was like relieving any small pressure that we had going in between Giannis and this stuff and being, I would say, about as clear as he's ever been besides just signing something. And I want to say, too, like, I'm not naive, you know, until pen is to paper, all of the words don't mean that much, realistically. Uh, they do, but they don't. And again, I'm not saying this means he's for sure signing this year. A lot can change in a year. But right now, with what's happened, clearly Giannis is happy with the direction of the Bucks and the roster. That's all that matters. From here, roll out the ball. Like, let's see what goes on. Let's see next summer, yada, yada. That's all fine and well. Clearly, we're in a good spot with Giannis. That's the number one most important thing out of all of this, and I mean, we're, we're there. I mean, I thought it was—I I thought it was just a huge relief to see the way he was talking about all of this stuff. Um, and thank you, Giannis, for again. I feel like he's pretty good about this. Like when it's actually time to play, he usually makes sure that there's not any sort of a distraction that would actually affect the team. You know, the media, whatever. You can't control that. But we heard from Ty Ty, nobody was talking about it, and certainly no one's talking about it now that he said all this. We, we had we had uh, Chris say like, yeah, this is this is what he says every year. Yeah. Because again, it is, but you know that doesn't get as much sexy play on Hoop Collective. So what can you do? What can you do? The with Knicks, you? Hey, no, you know, the Knicks have five top fourteen protected picks, and they're eyeing up Giannis. Can the Bucks say the, no to that package? You know, they're they're monitoring the situation. They're right? monitoring. They're staying tuned. I'm monitoring the situation. I'm also like, monitoring the situation. Go yeah, ahead and report like, it. Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna throw out some names, but I'm not gonna do Okay. That. Okay. Um, Your decision. I have I have one other thing that stuck out to me about what Giannis said overall, but what next do you have anything else in specific you want to highlight? Um for Giannis still, yeah, I for mean Giannis. it's I think we've covered it. He he basically said what needed to be said he was very very like pointed in his responses and very clear in what he was trying to articulate and i think he did a great job of doing that i agree um i thought Giannis and ev literally everyone who spoke um over the two days i think said all the right things about drew um you know it sucks to lose him he was a great player everything else which i, I thought was good i mean it's you know, it's pretty much what you should, what you think you would have to do. We've seen some organizations in the past, not Milwaukee, you know, really kind of trash a guy on the way out, Philly. So I, I'm just really glad. I didn't expect that, of course. 
knowing what the Bucks accomplished with Drew, how much everyone loved him. But I was just really happy to see that and make sure – like people kind of went out of their way to say, you know, question about Dame. The first – like I think Wes got one of the first questions about like the trade in Dame and he started with saying, you know, it hurts to lose Drew. And and pretty much everyone said that. So I thought that was good. Um, I thought this was interesting and we've heard more about this from both guys since. When Giannis was asked about Dame and like the pick and roll combo, uh, Jack Mahoney, I think it was, was asking everyone about the pick. He must be doing a story if it's not out already. We appreciated him asking because it was, you know, there's so much questions about Giannis's comments and the trade. It's like, all right, I would like to hear some hoop at some point. Let's, let's talk actual basketball. Yeah, I, we, we get Giannis and Dame. Like, that's, uh, we'll enjoy it on the court, but we can talk about it, you know, a little bit. Giannis was like, uh, I'm digging in the film room. We're both digging in the film room to figure out everything we can about each other to make sure I know exactly. And I'm, I'm, you know, paraphrasing here. But along the lines, he said, like, figure out. I know exactly when to roll. I know. He said, I know when to pop. Giannis, never. You know, when to pop is never for you. I'm just saying. Uh, when to roll, when to stop, he, like no, when to catch. They, they have some fun actions. At least they have where Giannis pops and immediately goes into a DHO. Okay. that's I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. I don't know if that's what he was talking about, but I'll accept that from you. Um, but basically just saying they need to really learn each other's tendencies. And it's, again, it's not like you would expect anything less. But I also love that Dame and Giannis are both approaching the Dame-Giannis pairing as like, you know, it's it makes a lot of sense. We're excited to play with each other. I don't know how people guard it. But also, like, we need to put in a bunch of work to make this thing happen. They're not like, oh, yeah, we're just unstoppable now. Which, again, I, we would never expect Giannis to say that or Dame now that we've getting to know It'd him a bit. It would be funny if they did say that. It would be. But I'm glad that they're just like, no, we have to put in the work and make sure this is, like, perfect. And it's, like, really exciting. Clearly, it's going to be a focus. You got to put it in the work, put it in the hours, and take what's ours. Shout out Dwayne Johnson. Nice. I, I was thought that was a Dame Dollar lyric for a second. Certainly could be as well. He could have fooled me. Um, he's different on levels the Lord allows. I just say that to myself. Like I'm like, uh, you know the RDC world? Jermaine, yeah. Cole, that's Dame Dollar. That's me from now on. Number one fan. Yeah, RDC world. Man. Yeah, shout out to this. So, so funny. So funny. Uh, Supreme Dreams is also the handle if anyone uh, knows them. Anyway. Uh, they met Giannis. Giannis loved them. Did you see that video? Giannis, yeah, I did. Giannis quoted the "I'm 38" out of the LeBron thing to them. I thought that was super funny. Um, but yeah, I I, I love the Dame Giannis dynamic already. Though I, I love the way they talk about each other. I was watching Dame's interview from yesterday, from Wednesday, I think, uh, last night, and I was just like, I had like a tear in my eye. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Um. I believe, yeah. When I he's like, he's like, we're just like, we're like, he's saying things to me that I'm thinking to say to him. Yeah. He said something along the lines of like, when you come in and the guy is telling you just be Dame, that makes you comfortable. And I, I love the way Dame talks about Giannis so much. Like it's so respectful for who Dame it's, is it's, and what he's accomplished. Very, yeah. It's like Dame on his own is a surefire Hall of Famer. And he's coming yeah. in like, wow, look at you. The guy. <laughs> he called him the guy. He's like the best well, player in the I, league. The guy, like all this stuff. I mean, like it's it's obvious, it's yeah, true, it is. but it's like it's it's different to see a guy of Dame's caliber come in here and say that. Like, yeah. imagine imagine LeBron James coming coming to the Milwaukee I want Bucks. to, yeah, me too. Uh, draft <laughs> Bronny next year, Bucks. Yeah. Uh, you have a pick. We know you have a pick. Uh, imagine LeBron James coming in and saying just like, 
man, just look at look at Giannis. Like this is Giannis's team. Like it, it's difficult because Dame in Portland for over a decade, that was him. That was him. He was the guy for that franchise. He might be the greatest Portland Trailblazer ever. Uh, and it's like, yeah, to be able to make that transition from, yeah, I'm the guy to I clearly recognize that this person is the guy is just it's not necessarily one that's always made very well, uh, but it's clearly a transition that's been made here. Yeah. Real quick, before we get into more Dame stuff, go back to Giannis for a second. Um, he mentioned with the knee surgery, he was in pain pretty much all the time last year. That's why he missed so many games, which he missed kind of a normal amount of games for him, but more than he wanted to, clearly. Um, he said he tried to get through the offseason without the surgery, but he just continued to have the pain when he tried to ramp up. So he had the surgery, and he's felt better since. Let me see if I have an exact quote here. Um he said, Giannis said, it never went away. I was just managing it. I missed 19 games. If you start the season with pain, that means you're going to end with pain. I'm happy I did it. I'm healthy, uh, is what uh, Giannis said. Scary hours. Yeah. that The picture of the dunk where Dame is watching Giannis dunk, the one that was all over, and everyone's like, what is Dame thinking right now? It's got to be good thoughts, man. Yeah. I mean, just just crazy. Crazy pop. And it's like, yeah, could you tell, like, maybe Giannis was a little limited last season? Like, he he's talked at length last season about how he has this knee pain that he needs to manage and constantly manage. And that's something that we, as Bucks uh, watchers, has we've sort of monitored over the years. Is like, yeah, this is just going to be a constant injury management thing with Giannis. And it's like, as long as it doesn't hamper him too much, it's just something that has to be dealt with. But if it's been cleaned up, that's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how much they play this year. Because, of course, there was the question, like, Adrian Griffin coming from the Raptors. They always play their guys a ton. Are Giannis and Dave going to play 37 minutes? I don't think so. And I think we've got a little bit of evidence here. Giannis and Dame were both held out of day two of practice. Sounds like just as as rest days for them. You wouldn't hear that from Adrian Griffin, though. We We had to hear that from Dame. Well, I thought Griffin said they didn't go. I think Dame said it was a rest day for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, it's it's Adrian Griffin, not only uh, a Nick Nurse assistant, but a Tom Thibodeau assistant, too. Yeah. So there, there would be a lot of evidence there for, um, for him running the guys a lot. I still think – and we've gotten some quotes, too, from, from Griffin and some of the other players involved, like – you know, we have to be cautious, everything else. I, I don't think we're going to see 36 minute per game Giannis this year. Hope I think we'll see more in the playoffs. And I kind of think here's a fun thing I noted earlier. Uh, I think Dame could have his lowest minutes per game season, but still lead the Bucks in minutes. Yeah. The fewest he's played ever is like 35.5, which is quite a lot still. Crazy. It's crazy. I mean, from rookie year to being... 32 years old. He's never played less than 35.5 minutes per game. So, it, like, I, I think Drew usually did lead the Bucks in minutes as the point guard. I mean, Dame could play, like, 33 minutes and probably still pace the team in minutes and still get more time off per game than he's ever had before. And also, in his minutes, probably have to work a little less hard, which is something he talked about in his quotes on Media Day, basically saying, like, my whole career, I've had to score by, like, step backs. I've had to, you know, go hard off screens like it's it's been really hard work and I'm very excited for to play with Giannis. So a quote from Dame, it's public record that I've always mentioned. 
If I could team up with one person, it would be Giannis. The kind of attention he's going to get is only going to make the game easier and more simple for me. And because of the way I do impose myself and how I attack games, he's going to have the kind of opportunities I think he hasn't had as well. Giannis mentioned something along these lines too. I just, is it silly that I'm glad they're talking about playing off each other a ton and pick and rolls and everything after we just never saw pick and rolls really for like five years? No, I think I think it's it's fun to focus on. It's it's really exciting. It, it makes you think like, wow, this offense is really going to be unstoppable. Yeah, it's it's. I don't think it's. I think it's. I think it's valid to focus on this. I, I think we got a little. Uh, did you see the horns clip going around from Dame and his mm-hmm. Portland days? Horns. If anyone doesn't know, it's like basically two screens get set by teammates, kind of around the guard and Dame's defender. And then, obviously, there's a ton of options from there. Which way you go, who pops, whatever. I mean, Rohan, have the Bucks ever run horns? Yes. Not frequently. Single digits per season? I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's like, it's, it's not, it wasn't a staple of their offense. That is, to say the least. So now, Bobby, Giannis, Brooke, all his options. And I was thinking, too, during Brooke's availability when he talked about rolling for Dame. Dame Brook pick and rolls are going to be really fun too. Brook is a much better screen setter than Giannis. Well, yeah. Brook is going to free up Dame in in on different levels the Lord allows. Brook is one of the best screen setters. Yes. He just he is. It helps that he's an absolute monster of a human being. Huge. They don't make he's many mad. players that big anymore. Except for no, the boss man. Yeah, they got two of them. Yeah, Boston, Boston had a two fifty or whatever. He said he cut there. weight, so I don't know if that's just like not the old true numbers. at all. From from last year, I believe it. I think he looks slimmer than he did last season. Sure, I do. That's what he I said. Mean, he, he might. He might. He might. He might. It I mean, might, again, these, last these year's number taken at the beginning of the season. Yeah, and that might have changed. Was he yeah. even there? They probably just used last year's again. Yeah, that's fair. He wasn't there. So, um, boss man says the number is, is a lie. He had a fun interview as well. Let's go back to what Dame said. I I think again, I'm going to ask you again, is this silly? I I didn't obviously buy into like, oh, he's not happy to be in Milwaukee with his matching green outfits with his kids and everything. But just because we knew it wasn't on his list initially for, for a while and the rally was really short and everything. Was it a relief to you? That during like he for Dame and I think what what we're realizing is Dame is just not a guy who's like overtly bubbly and like smiling a bunch. But everything he said and the way he he would repeat I'm excited so many times like in every answer. Was it a relief to see Dame is like totally locked in and cannot wait for the season? Yeah, I mean, we we know that we've gotten a chance to know Dame as a person in this league for 12 years. Also, this cup is incredible. The mug is incredible. Yeah, it's we're getting close to, to I know, Christmas I season say, again. Yeah. It's, it's, little, it's, it's aging early, back in. I love it. Yeah, it's my fashion. Um, That's how it works. Everything. I'm not ahead of trends, but they age back in. <laughs> uh, check out the YouTube if you're listening on the on your podcast platform. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Over the past 12 years, we've gotten to know Damian Lillard as a person. And I was never really worried that he was going to be like upset about being in Milwaukee because it's the perfect basketball situation for him. And if we've no- heard anything from Dame over the- these this last decade plus, it's like, yeah, he wants to win. If he wants to win, this is the best situation for him. So I was never really worried about him being upset about being here. If he wants, if he was truly genuine wanting to win, 
this is the opportunity to do so. This is the best opportunity to do so. So yeah, it's like, I, I was never really worried about it, but it, it is nice to see like Dame sort of like be nice and embracing locked in and just like the, the, like being in awe of being in the situation that he's in has just been really cool. I think the, the clip of yes. him, Giannis, Chris and Brooke taking a photo together. He's like, I never been in a photo like this before. I know every you know the memes of like like holding like a picture frame close to your heart. That's me with all these Dave moments. I'm just like, oh, Dave, you deserve the best. He's so he's so good. <laughs> he's so cute. It's like I, I've never been in a photo like this before. It's like yeah, you don't have four solid, three other solid teammates. Yeah, it's kind of like Jesus Christ, Portland. Is, is this really true? I think it is. Oh my god, it, it is true. Like, what's the best big four that there's it, been? It has to be Portland? like his rookie year. Yeah, it's got to be Lamarcus, Batum, and Wes. Yeah, that's it. And it's like respect to those guys. Not I mean, even close. Giannis said, "If he's one of those guys, he's going to go back to Greece." I think that tells you all you need to know. Still, so funny. <laughs> Thank, thankful, yes. Thankfully, Batum was not the second best player on that team. But have you heard the rap song that mentions Nick Batum? Oh my God, what is it? It's I so forgot. funny. It's something about being at a Clippers game, and I'm, oh. I, it's it's in my head because it's a sound on TikTok, and they'll put it over Nick Batum low lights, and it's really funny every time. It's some I don't, I don't even know who the song is by. It's not by Dame, the only rapper who really matters. But it's like uh, fourth quarter yelling, "Why the bleep Batum in?" Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that to him? <laughs> and he's barely been in. It's like, it's like that video of 50 said. It's like, why you say F me for Yeah. Uh, that's got, Nick, but that has to be between the honest thing and that song. Nick Batum's got to be like, what? I'm a good player. Like, like Nick Batum's had a very good career. I, I, I'm, I'm playing way longer at a higher level than people expected. I, I, don't, I don't need this. When I was in Charlotte, everyone thought I was done, and now I'm in the Clippers, having a little bit of a renaissance of my career. It's like Charlotte now I'm just getting shots. Charlotte had a lot of guys who, like the Willy Wonka, the guy looks broken and then does a cartwheel moment. That was a lot of vets leaving Charlotte for Gordon Hayward's going to have like a 50 point per game season when he gets out of there. Yeah, early January for sure. Early January is when, yeah, that'll be the high point of that. He'll go after Wilt. Anything <laughs> else about Dame that stood out to you? I just. Again, I, I'm with the Bucks you. And the Bucks emb- embracing freak time. Yeah. That was cool. Yep. That was cool. That'll sell a lot of merch. Yeah. If you will. actually embrace that Bucks, that'll sell a lot of merch. It Are might you? get me to buy it. I was going to say, uh, is is the Dame movement moving you to buy a Bucks gear? It might be. It might be. If they sell like a freak time cardigan, I'll be. Oh. It's, it's, that's me. What about like a, like a, like a starter jacket kind of deal? I don't no. think I can pull it off. No, I think you can pull anything off, but I'll respect your your decision there. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm excited uh-huh. to see what kind of – real quick discussion. The people are talking about. The ears are to the ground on this. We don't have any info. What kind of alt jerseys do you think would be best for the first year of Dame? Ooh. Just you – can't, you can't do worse than Miami's. <laughs> no, no kidding. Uh any anyone who's unclear of what I'm talking about, it literally just says heat culture. Yeah, and the ransom note like, jerseys were way better, and that's yeah. and we hated those. Uh, the Bulls are bad. The Bulls one. Uh, oh, the yeah. Bulls are bad, and their jerseys. Yeah, are bad. It, it, it's like there's way too much white space. Mm. Or I, I think, think the, black the space. Piston, the Pistons are basically releasing a Bulls jersey. It's never uh, good to do. 
I don't know. I think all of them are bad this year from what we've seen. So no, far. but I'm saying like, what, I'm saying what I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of based on what the other jerseys. Oh, no, like. don't think about those, those losers. We don't care about those teams. Like from, from the ideas that the Bucks have leaned into before, like they've done the Mecca. I think they, sh- they should go done. full blue. Oh, really? They should. <laughs> Do you think purple's should... coming back again? No. You no. think they're going to take a year off? The, yeah, probably. I wish I they could clear it. Cream City again. That would be my number one. Oh, my God. A freak time Cream City jersey. I'd buy that in an instant. I wonder. Uh, uh, you couldn't do this with, like, the Fanatic store. But imagine, like, Giannis's number on the back, Dame's number on the front, freak time Cream City. That's the cleanest that's, jersey that's, imaginable. I'm buying that and I'm framing it. You'd I'm buying to, two jerseys so I can do front and back. Or cut it in half. Could do that. Too. Could do that and save quite a bit of money, I'm sure. Yeah, that's fair. But you'd have to buy two jerseys to actually do it, and you can't even buy those jerseys anymore. Mm. So that's why the Bucks need to release it. Yeah, just change the color ever so slightly so it doesn't yeah. interfere with the hardwood. Because if you're if if anyone's unfamiliar, the reason they stopped the Cream City jerseys is because the cream on the jerseys interfered too much with the hardwood on the NBA courts. So yeah, it, it messed up with the digital ad placement, which also just like. What, like, just what make a doing? sticker. Yeah. Uh, really? The Bucks can't use a clean jersey? You couldn't just make a sticker? To put on the court? Yeah. It's crazy. It's okay, NBA. Poverty League. Honestly. More like Adam Bronze. Oof. Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, wait, who's Adam Gold? <laughs> <laughs> Not even. He's demoted. He's never been Adam Gold. Maybe for five seconds after he banned Sterling. But since then, no. Uh, um, but but I think I think blue would be fun just to make Adam upset. Yeah, that it will do. You shouldn't do this post Brewers. Oh, that's this is true. Mean RIP to the Brewers. Yeah, yeah. It's check like, out it's, check out cruising I mean, for a bruise and for catharsis. Them them in the them in the playoffs was that Simpsons meme where the guy just walks in, does a little. That's spin that's the himself. grandpa. Come on. I don't know. Put some characters. respect I mean, on Grandpa I've Simpson. Never watched the Simpsons. Oh. Did you, you just, think I did? Yeah, you just let a lot of people down. Okay, that's okay. That is okay. You'll pick them back up. I'll. It's, no yeah, one can we'll, quit Rohan. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you want to go full purple, I'd I'd be I'd be okay with that. Just don't just don't do any weird lettering or yeah. anything. Whatever, or some curved things like the Warriors are doing. Just putting culture on the jerseys like <laughs> the Heat are doing. Just it's not even the same font as Heat. I know. It does not. It's, look good. it's gross. It does not. If you haven't seen these folks, look them up. Um, they look bad. Well, it's like it, the normal heat jersey, but black. They <sighs> the font is red. They shrink that down and then just add culture underneath in a different font. <laughs> they, they. We've said this before. I mean, it's it's the Heat's fault because they've done really bad the last couple of years. But it's also like Nike's fault for trying to get everyone to make two new jerseys every year. There's only so many good jersey ideas. Yeah, you run out eventually, and clearly they have. Yeah, and they nailed it too. And now they uh, can they not use Miami Vice anymore, right? Because they're I don't think so. Which is like really stupid. Yeah, they should just make them their normal uniforms. They, they should have beautiful. They should beautiful jerseys. Yeah, you won't you won't hear me praising the Heat that much, but that those are well. I, I honestly those are I, ten out of ten jerseys. Like they could have retired like the White Hots or something and made them. Make them like the LeBron and Wade era jerseys and then have this new era with Miami Vice a couple of years ago, but they didn't. Yeah, the white hot jerseys were clean. Yeah, really, really nice. 
Anyway, yeah. enough of the retire, heat. Or they should retire like Giannis's number or something because they retired Jordan's. Still one of the probably retire people. staffs or some random. Who knows? They won't yeah. retire Joe Cronin's. Not at all. I heard Joe Cronin was very, very, very uh, nice at accommodating destinations. Drew Holiday said that. Did you see what I replied to that with? No, I didn't. Unfortunately, the best shot he's taken at Miami in years. Love you, Drew. But also, yes. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Everyone's excited to see what kind of every everyone wants a Dame jersey, which I I understand. I also they sold out immediately. Yeah, of course. Good. I'm glad they did. Uh, I can't wait to see what the alts are going to be, though, because I, I think an alternate, if it's the right one, would be a move. But you can't go wrong with any of the – I mean, the Bucks have a really – we're lucky. They have a really strong home and away or icon and association, whatever the hell they call it now. And so you can't go wrong with one of those either. But the right alternate jersey, Lillard on the back, would be very clean. But maybe you're – like maybe just merch is the way to go. Like freak time, apparel – has huge potential. NBA Jam. Yeah, I need to shout out to Cole, who he saw me, my, my listener and my buddy Cole, who has been mentioned on the pod before, saw me wearing my Giannis Chris Championship NBA Jam shirt and said, oh, they need to make that for Giannis and Dame ASAP. And I was like, homage, yes, you do. But can we fix some of the sliders? I don't have it on now, but Giannis's sliders are not right on there. Uh, so let's make sure we get the good sliders. Yeah, do it right. Do it it's right. The, the threes are too high. I hate to say it. The dunk and defense were way too low. And Dame's threes should be like through the bar. Yeah, just like 110 or something. Right? Yeah. Uh, that'd be fun. But um, yeah, just I think merch is the way to go because everyone wants the fun novelty stuff. And it can be hard to wear a Bucks jersey as an adult. Yeah. I'll tell you my cheat code, jersey over hoodie. When, oh, it's, when it's cold out. Because I, I feel like go. the jersey looks good in, in that, better than it does on an undershirt. No disrespect to jersey undershirt people. But it's also like I don't – I'm not just going to rock a jersey on bearskin, man. 28. Yeah, I, I don't play in the league. No one thinks I play in the league. I'm not doing that. You're not going to the herd tryouts? I'm not going to the – I, I mean, I guess in that context, that, that's the only time it makes sense. In no other context does it make sense to – like, you can't even wear a jersey to go play pickup. It's still weird. It is weird. It is weird. Might as well become one of those person, uh, people who does, like, the, the full, full Yeah, with, like, the matching matching armband, the shorts, the socks, all that stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Those those people kill me. <laughs> I want to do that, but with, like, J-O-B. <laughs> Shout out J-O-B. Man. And what play the exact same as it. Just, like, take an 11-foot jumpers only. Good defense. One of the top five best LSU big men of all time. Oh, yeah. For sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. Back to media. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Where do you want to go next? Um, I guess we can... I don't even know where we were. Uh, we were relatively dameish. Yeah, we can talk. We can still we'll still talk some Dame. Dame said some good things to say about our guy Marjan. Uh, he he had a glowing review of him after he after did. practice on Wednesday, and he was like, it was it was fun to see like him put his old man hat on, and he was like, yeah, I if I was scouting these players, yeah, yeah he's he's a guy I would draft, and it's like. I 100% agree, Dame. Like, I wanted to <laughs> draft <you> Marjan. <laughs> I wanted to draft Marjan before the draft, and now here we are. Damian Lillard agrees. We have the same mind. Basically, me and Dame are the same person. Somehow, you're actually underselling how glowingly Dame spoke about Marjan. The question was, I think this was from Laurie Nickel. Very good question. Besides Giannis, who has stood out to you? It was that open-ended. Could have been Chris. I mean, Chris hasn't been fully. We'll get to Chris. Could have been Brooke, you know, whoever. He, and he immediately is like, mm, Marjan. He says it Marjan, which I think is fire. Uh, and he just says like his athleticism. He called him a big guard. He moves well. He shoots well. And I, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the latest on IG stories and posts, but G League TV made a post that said Marjan could be the fifth starter and shared his stats when he started for the Bucks last season. Marjan put it on his story. Dame liked it. It's also it was like highlights and stuff. I don't think that's an implicit, you know, request. Who should the fifth starter be? But I do think Marjan gained ground just on the way people talked about him, mostly Dame, uh, this week. It, it did stand out. I did not expect the the Marjan shout out, um, but it's very exciting. It Apparently, is very he looks exciting. great. Uh, that's good news. If if Marjan hits like this year and can be like a solid contributor this year. The ceiling of this team is just that much higher. It's that much higher because you have a guy. If if Marjan becomes like a fully re- and I don't expect him to be a fully fully realized version of himself. Like, come on, it's year two. Uh, it, that's that's too high of expectations. But if he starts to realize some of his potential, that's the perfect fifth starter because you have now a guy who can be a defensive menace who can go and switch everything. And who is, is a guy who has that athletic burst that we've been wanting on this team and can be like a corner three-point shooter, can be a slasher, and like I said, good defense. What else could you want from your fifth starter? Especially, especially now that your point guard is Damian Lillard and not Drew Holiday. Uh, yeah, it's we talked about for Andre Jackson Jr., certainly for Marjan as well, the new spacing on offense will make their lives a lot easier. I mean, just where the levels of screens will be and like Chris Giannis or even uh, not Chris uh, Dame Giannis or Dame Brooke pick and roll. Like think of how much space will be behind that for backdoor cutting from a guy like Marjan. We it's know just, he's athletic. Yeah. 
yeah, just take advantage of it. And he was one of the guys that would do that. Yeah. Him, Pat, I would say were the two guys that took advantage of that the most. Imagine uh, transition Bobby looks. Did sometimes it was just a little slow. Yeah. Imagine transition looks, but instead of Javon pulling up in transition, it's Damian Lillard. I, I just realized Javon. that live on. I love, I love Javon too. Hey, great guy. Not Dame. Not Dame. Uh, I don't think he would take offense to that. He might, but. I just don't think he would say anything. Yeah, that's fair. That's his way. Uh, dude, good I, luck, with the, good yeah. luck with the Bulls, Javon. Honestly, very, very happy you got that contract. Did you see what Vooch said? At, when I saw him at dinner the other day? No. Oh, oh my God. Let me see if I can pull this up fast enough, dude. Vooch <laughs> is hilarious. He said something about how he said to sacrifice more than anyone on the team. <laughs> and like he's one of the best players on the team or something. No, I, I got to find mean, it. it. That's not wrong. Yes, it is. Oh, wait. the He's one of the best three or four players on the team. Congrats. He's the third best player on that team. Wow. Third best player on a play- team that didn't make it through the play-in. Own them, Vooch. Hold on, I know I reached. I'm finding it. I need to find it. Yeah, I'd say I'd say he's the third best player. I'd say it's yeah, Demar Levine, Levine Demar, whatever you want to say. Demar Levine for me. Yeah, I almost forgot that Demar Derozan is still on the Bulls. Like that dude was a machine last year, and he's probably still going to be a machine this year. I uh, that team's going nowhere. If you buy out Demar Chicago, like please, listeners know. Dedicated listeners know I've long, long since been on the train of DeMar would have been a pretty good emergency option to get instead of like a guy like Dame. Not for Drew. So Drew, Drew, that's when you first brought it up. Yeah. I believe. It was. Because the spacing isn't ideal, but man, he is a great offensive player. Now I can't find this. It's okay. I'm going to find it. Uh, Yeah, we can talk about something else, but I need to find this now. Because it's very funny. Yeah, but Mar- getting back to Marjan, just incredible, incredible uh, development that Dame, first of all, Dame really likes him. That's good. We know that da- uh, Marjan is actually from like the Pacific Northwest area, so maybe there's some connection there. Yeah, uh, it's a good point. Maybe. I, I also could be nothing. Uh, I'm just I'm just pointing out something that may or may not exist. But yeah, if he if he can elevate himself to be the fifth starter, which we both going in as soon as Pat. I think I've had a little bit of a thought. Maybe it should be boss man. Uh, we'll talk about boss man, but if it's like Marjan, idealized Marjan is the ideal fifth starter, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, for I sure. Think, I, th- I don't think you can even debate that just because of the f- defensive upside and the athleticism that really in that spot between Dame and Chris is ideal. The, yeah, where the that. debate comes in is how, how idealized he is. That's That's... Yet to be seen, but uh, based on camp, it looks like he's starting to starting to fill that role already. It does, yeah. Um, it's it's exciting. Uh, I do think the Marjan hype is in a pretty good place now. Would you say? Yeah, I, I don't think it's out of control. So. I think I think it's okay. People have tempered expectations. Yeah. Um, maybe. Maybe. But uh, getting back to another thing about Dame, besides just his Marjan comments. I could talk one about thing Dame that, all day. Yeah, one thing that also stood out to me was him also recognizing, yeah, like he, he gets the inverted pick and roll stuff already. Like he, yeah, he that stood out that to be, me as well. That he was basically, be, yeah. 
being able to like recognize that, oh yeah, if I go and set screens for Giannis, like we've known for years now that if it's if it's an inverted pick and roll, you flip the screen and Giannis is going left, there's gonna be a poster dunk. Like we've seen that time and time again. Like that's just such a bread and butter play with Giannis and this Bucks team. So it's it's good to see those sort of um ideals transferring over through this new coaching staff. Um, I shouldn't say like there are some holdovers from the coaching staff, so it's not too surprising. But Sidney Dobner regime, yeah, good old good old Oppenheimer, Ben Baker. <laughs> uh, I don't know why Oppenheimer just made me laugh. <laughs> good old Oppie, 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 Oppie. We're not um, going to call him that. Some people will, but it, it's it's good to see. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's good to see that Dame recognizes, like, yeah, like, I'll be I'll be setting some screens sometimes because that, that's never been something he's been asked to do, really. Yeah, in, in his did, decade did you, plus did you, long I career. was still looking for the Vooch thing. I didn't. He did say he sacrificed the most. I couldn't find the rest of it. That was funny. I gave up. Um, did you mention who he specifically said he watched in those actions and film? No, I didn't mention. Did you hear this? I think so. He said, he's like, yeah, I watched the guys like Grayson and Chris, and I watched all the way back to Malcolm Brogdon setting screens for Giannis and popping. And it's just like, team is out here grinding 16, 17 bucks tape, figuring out the best ways to play with you. Like, they're so dead. They love Man, each other. He's He's been uh, he's been a buck for a week. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally a week today? Uh, yes, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I forgot it's Thursday. Yeah. No, we we're recording this on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you guys are listening. To He's just like, yeah, grinded Malcolm Brockton tape. I was like, didn't play that much, Dame. You're really deep in the barrel here. Maybe you know something's coming. I'm just waiting. Whoa, okay. I'm just waiting for like, uh, yeah, I saw uh, Jorge Gutierrez set a really, really awesome pin down for Giannis once in 2015. <laughs> and ever since, I've been striving to hit that. Oh, my God. Jorge Gutierrez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs> I've been grinding that Grievous Vasquez thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some other obscure Bucks point guards over the years. This isn't as old, but Lu- that Luca Vildoza thing. Yeah, yeah. I saw Luca Vildoza hit a really interesting skip pass in preseason. And, <laughs> and then oh, Giannis is just like, uh, yeah, I saw the the way Caleb Swanigan rescreened for Dame. And I was like, oh, I need to incorporate this into my game. <laughs> El Farouk Aminu had a really good way of operating <laughs> off sheesh. of him. Yeah. Oh my god, I Is love that. that. I, forgot, I forgot about El Farouk Aminu. Never I forget El Farouk. I always had a soft spot for El Farouk Aminu. I I, all all was... NBA nerds love the same like ten role players. Yeah. <laughs> Al Farouk Aminu was a helpful player too. He was. He, he was, was such fully, a helpful player. He was fully realized. Luke Baamute. Oh wow, he was. Which is not that full, but still. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, though. He's like, I think Jeremy Grant is a fully realized Alfred. Ooh, Ooh, it's like Digimon. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, it is. Because it's like one, it's an evolution. Couldn't that be Pokemon, too? Yeah. I'm surprised. Why'd you go Digimon? I don't know. It just felt Digimon to me. Okay. I'm yeah. less familiar with Digimon. Yeah, it's pretty it's relatively. I, mean, I think Digimon they can go back down. So actually, Pokemon probably does make more sense. Mm. Regardless, you can de-evolve in Digimon. That seems weird. Yeah, I think that's. I think like their base. I think it's kind of like Dragon Ball Z, where it's like 
you know, you can ramp up, but it's like it's taxing. I, I don't know. I'm the wrong person to ask. About yeah, um, I'm learning that. I, I don't know that much either. Another thing Dame said I thought was kind of cool, besides naming Malcolm Brogdon as someone he watched in Bucks tape. Um, when it came to defense, a lot of guys got this question about defense, and Bossman had a good answer we'll talk about. But Dame was basically like, with how much offensive talent we have, I'll be able to focus more energy there. And I like, uh, he said, like, I'm not Drew Holiday, who I think is the best perimeter defender in the league, but like, I'm I'm not a slouch, more or less. Like, I'm I'm gonna be better defensively. You know, that's something where like you could have hoped that maybe that could happen, and you know, we still have to hope we haven't seen it. I did think it was kind of interesting. He straight up said that, like, I'll be able to be better defensively because I'm not doing as much. Off. Like, I, I just I didn't expect Dame to think along those lines, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair. It, it was wild for him to actually come out and say it. I mean, we we talked about maybe that's a possibility of it being the case that he's going to do that. But just him saying it was interesting to hear. I think that's more of a I think he's more trying to say how much of a taxing role he had in Portland, which leads to this sort of, yeah, I, I, I'll have less things to do on the offensive end, which means, yeah, I can put more energy towards defense. And it makes sense. It goes back, like, Bucks fans know about this. Like, P.J. Tucker yeah. was during the championship run. The other way. Was like, what do you expect me to do on offense? I'm not defending <laughs> all of the Don't expect anything on offense. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's if a player of Dane's caliber on offense, you shouldn't have expected a whole lot on defense. Like, that's just hard to ask for. It's like, that's why there's only, like, three guys in the league who are just, like, A-pluses offensive and defensive end. Like well, Giannis, I was going to say, the exciting thing is that, you know, it's great. Dan can be a little better defensively. Imagine if the same is true for Giannis. Like, right. I think that that this is a much, it's much easier to picture him guarding more wings and being more involved. Now that offensively, again, like Dame, he's not going to, he's not going to have to work as hard, man. Especially like in the regular season when defenses aren't entirely locked in. I mean, Giannis is going to have the best looks he's ever had, and it's not going to be close. Yeah, it, it'll be good for sure. Maybe he can be. Maybe he's the defensive stopper that we've been wanting in the starting lineup. And again, I mean, like, yeah, probably. I think that's a yeah. fair thing to say. Yeah, and it, we know he's capable of it. He's one of the only guys in the league who can really guard one through five. Yeah. Oh, like, I can't wait for the season. I know. Whenever I think of Giannis guarding guards, I always think of this one play. It's This is a random cut. It's when Amon Shumpert was on the Kings. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> that is a random play. And uh, Amon Shumpert is on the perimeter. He's switched up against Giannis. He's like, oh, I can beat him going to the rim. He like sort of does like a stutter step dribble and drives to the rim. Giannis just swats that shot away. Yeah. Like it's like he didn't even try. And they, like Amon Shumpert's just looking back like, wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Some people will know what I'm talking about. Do you think did Demontis Sabonis tell De'Aaron Fox about watching that clip? I watched a I watched some shump tape to get ready for you. <laughs> My new favorite genre of of post. Uh, anything oh, else man. about uh, about Dame time on media day that that stood? I just I love Dame so much already. Again, he's the right wing Tiso. Yeah, you okay. guys want to hit me up? All right, I'll be a shill. It's fine. I know Rohan plug time. No bucks, no bucks merch. The only bucks merch you'll have is like a Tisa with a little bucks logo in it. They have those. <laughs> they do. And I, Tisa, come on, Tisa, let's do it. 
Uh, if you can get Giannis to wear, or, if Giannis, I confused you with Giannis. That's a compliment. If you can get Rohan to wear Bucks gear, that's a pretty that's 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 marketing right there. They, oh wait, they they have a they have a strap that's Bucks branded. There you go. Get the strap. They have, they have green. They they do have green dials for their watches. Okay, I need to stop them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other media day stuff. Uh, Brooke Lopez said he's happy to be back. Roasted Robin Lopez, as would expect, which is very, very funny. And it's just, it's so nice to have Robin back. Yeah, he was, Robin was reading a book about, I think, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. And he said he's got to figure out who on the box is who in that. Like, there, he was reading the book at Media Day. He was, like, seated in a chair just reading this book. Brooke said Robin was pretty much begging him for a job. And his mom said he should help him out. So that's why he got him the Bucks contract. Somebody asked Brooke if he was going to get commissioned. He said, yeah, I need 20%. Which it's like, Brooke, you just signed for like 40 times the amount. Maybe chill. Maybe let that man eat. It's 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 so fun. It's so fun. Like, I miss the dynamic of having both yeah. of those guys on the team. And and another Dame teammate. Yeah. Oh, one more Dame thing. He joked, kind of joked. He, he was like chuckle when he said it, but I think it is real. That he's already talking to Terry Stotts about like nine plays they're going to incorporate that he's familiar with into the offense. It's like, that's cool. Hitting the ground running, so to speak. Yeah, very, very, very cool. Very cool to see that. The Bucks' offense this year is just going to be a journey. So, Think of the stats we're so going to see. The offense is going to be so good. Like it's I not just going to be Damianus pick and roll forever. Like it's going to be some fun stuff. I think it's yeah. It's it's a lot of it's going to be like if it ain't broke, don't fix it sort of thing. Yeah. We got Prunty. He's going to dial up an alley-oop to Adrian Griffin. I forgot Joe Prunty's back. Yeah, the Prunt man. Oh, man. This season is pure vibes. Yeah. I'm very happy with how this is shaking out. It's going to be so good. The Bucks needed a vibe shift. Yeah. They got music at practice now. Bobby talked about what's different with uh, with Adrian Griffin's coaching. More physical. A lot of people said it's going to be physical. They had a one-on-one tournament, which Bobby estimated maybe once over like the whole Bud tenure. They they did something like that. Giannis won it's, the one-on-one tournament. Yeah, Giannis won. Which it's is fire. really in- it's really interesting that that happened because there was this video of Steve Clifford talking during practice, circulating about how he doesn't want this to turn into a one-on-one thing. Yeah, and it's like oh, very interesting dichotomy of coaching styles. Yeah, it is. We don't know who's right and who's wrong yet. Yeah, but just very, very it's, interesting. I think it. I also think the dynamic is different because yeah. Charlotte's obviously a team. Yeah, that's Charlotte is. Charlotte's a mess. Kiddos and criminals. Yeah, or yeah. both. Yeah. So it's just it. It'll be interesting to see which one it, it plays out. But it's just like it was. It was fun to see both of those happen at the same time. Yeah, uh, it seems like the guys are pretty energized about Adrian Griffin for his part. He said they're going to be a lot more physical defensively. At one point, he used the Legion of Boom line from Seattle. They can't call all the fouls. I think the Bucks are going that's to be such a that's such a Raptors thing. Yeah, and that's, that's such I, a Raptors. I mean, thing. They, they've been very good defensively on that on that principle. Yeah, maybe he's the reason they did it. I mean, he probably might be. Yeah, lead lead one of the lead assistants there. Should we uh, should we get into the Chris stuff? Yeah, since we're talking about Adrian Griffin, do you want to do you want to read out? I, or should I read get, out. Do you want to reenact it? 
Yeah, let's reenact it. Do you want to be Eric name or I'll be, I'll be Eric Griffin? name. I'll be Eric name. Okay, wait, let me pull this up. Yeah, pull it up. I was thinking we should do a, a dramatic reading of this. <laughs> um Okay, 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 okay. Was Chris able to go today? Not live on the court, but he's been very productive with his individual workout, and he's been working his way towards getting back to more five-on-five live basketball. So what he's done the few days has not been a surprise to you? Because he said he had no pain and feels great at media day. No, no. We got time on our side. We're just being smart, and he's been working diligently to get back. So that's the plan. What is ailing him? Does it have to do with the knee? Just us being smart, just not rushing the process. He's doing great. Uh, is it fair to say the plan is October 26th, Chris will be ready to go? Just day by day, just taking it one day at a time right now. But he's progressing beautifully. We're just being smart right now. Does this feel like something you're going to have to manage all year? Like, is it a problem you're going to have to work through and manage all year? What kind of problem? The fact that he's not practicing right now and you're trying to ramp him up. Oh, Chris! Is whatever he's dealing with a long-term concern that might keep popping up for Chris? What's popping up for Chris? I'm trying to figure out why he's not practicing. He's not practicing live, but he is progressing. We're just taking it day by day and we're just being smart with him and we're not rushing the process. Is it fair to say he is not cleared for three on three, five on five yet? And that's what you're waiting for? He's cleared to be where he is supposed to be right now. And he's right on time. Jesus. That part's not in the transcription. <laughs> so, yeah, that what is uh, that? the bud, the budded, the buttoning is back after everyone also, said, oh, uh, we're going to have a, a new obvious, open policy from the coach. Not quite. Obviously, credit to Eric Name for that. Yeah, Eric Name tweeted the, the full exchange, technically with all reporters. Um, so, yeah. Just what? Like, what Who? What's popping up with Chris? <laughs> it's like the Ali just. <laughs> the who? The who? It's just incredible. Um, and that was also when he said Giannis and Dame did not participate. So yeah, we. Uh, so Chris has been working out. Uh, we've seen him in the facility. I saw a pic of him the Bucks shared yesterday. He was very sweaty, so he's certainly getting some amount of work in. That's on brand for Chris. Yeah, Moist Jordan. He was like laughing with Brooke there as well. On media day, he said he feels great. It was a big relief to get the surgery, but he has not technically practiced. He has been getting work in on the side. I refuse to be that upset about this at this point in time. It would be nice to have more clarity. I am going to be very invested to see if Chris plays any preseason games. If he plays one, I'm good. If he plays zero – then it's a concern. Yeah. I mean, it, it, again, who knows how much these guys are going to go in preseason at all. Yeah. Um, Usually, but again, it is a new, it's a new group, though. It it's is. a new group, so who knows? They they got to get their timing down yeah. and their, their rhythm established because it's, it's basically a whole new group. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see for sure. But if Chris like, is not ready to go by the beginning of the regular season, then I will be concerned. Yeah. It's disappointing. I mean, I, I, I'm hopeful we hear from him again soon. I don't know if we'll be able to if he's not technically practicing. We're not going to get it from Adrian Griffin. We know. That. Yeah, it's, that's pretty clear. Um, and uh, to be to be clear, I think once the regular season rolls around, we're going to the NBA is going to make sure that uh, yeah. the Bucks give valid updates. Yeah, because they kind of have to. Yeah, that is that is the rule. Um, yeah, it would suck if if Chris starts the Adam year Silver's, again. It's going to be that same Adam convo. Bronze. Yeah, Adam Bronze is going to have that conversation with Adrian Griffin. He's like, Adrian Griffin, like, come on, you got to give us an update. 
Update on who? On what? Chris, he's not practicing. What's going on with Chris? <laughs> what do you mean? He's not playing. Yeah, he's, he's progressing. He's where he's, he's where he's supposed to be. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> he's Jedi and mind Adam's tricking. Just like, Adam's just like, you're, you're getting a fine. <laughs> like, I'm not going through, uh, uh, what's his name? Kiki Vandeway anymore. Yeah. It's just, just like, directly. you're getting a fine. He just like pulls out a pad of paper. Here. Yeah. 25K. Just, just give me twenty five k right now. <laughs> just, just write me a check right now. For what? Here's your checkbook. I have your checkbook. I will write the check. You just have to sign. Sign what? Sign the check. You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. Um, Jeff Van Gundy and Stan Van Gundy would then DDT Adam Bronze if he tried to fire. You're not going to disrespect a coach when the Van Gundys are around. No, never. Even though only one of them is on a broadcast right now. Doesn't matter. They're still, they're still, they're hovering. Yeah, Jeff Van Gundy's just going to appear in someone's living room and say, like, hey, you can't do this. And he's going to talk about Rihanna. Yeah, he is. Deservedly uh, so. Yeah. Um, random notes from here. Uh, boss man quote that I really liked. On playing with force. Boss man also, Jay Crowder, for anyone who doesn't know, we call him boss man. That's his Twitter handle. He calls himself boss Yeah, man. he calls himself boss man. Um, he said, camp's very competitive. We're all trying to play with force. He said, he's trying to take ownership of getting the group going defensively. Although he did say it's going to be, everyone's just got to step up and defend more, which I thought that's the vet wing defender. That's a cool thing for him to do. This is the quote. I transcribed the full thing, even though it was, I thought it was cool. Giannis obviously plays with force, but if we can piggyback and rise to his level of force on both ends of the court, we'll be where we want to be. It'll make teams feel us from the start of the game and hopefully dominate them. I think that's a good indication of how we want to play and the culture we want to set on both ends of the court is just play with force and hit first and be physical. I think that sends a message to the opposing team on a nightly basis. I kind of think the Bucks are going to be nasty. Yeah, they might be. They're going to be I mean, big they're gonna and play strong with and yeah. I mean, they you have to embrace that mentality after you lose your best perimeter defender and you kind of kind of didn't replace him so you you have to on the defensive end <laughs> uh you have to like the guys who will like dig in and play defense you have to play with that sort of edge because you have to make up for that much more so right. i think i think it makes sense oh, yeah. I, I think i love it i love it i love i love them talking and again Everyone's gonna say the right things in camp right like we're we're saying all I, these things I, did you did you happen to catch Raptors camp Everyone doesn't always say the right things. That's fair. (laughs) That's valid. It's not a guarantee. Yeah, that's valid. That's valid. Or uh, Lakers camp. LeBron said some uh, questioning. Oh, uh, we'll cover it off air. Okay. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's good. I'll I'll say then it's it's really good to hear these these things being talked about because it's like, yeah. Bossman's going to be a guy who's going to be relied upon for his defense and yeah. his, like his physicality. You have to embrace that. You have to say like you it, saying these things is very very reassuring because these are the things you're going to need to focus on. Like Bossman of the past, it's like yeah, can he do some things on offense too? They don't need that. They yeah. really don't. They really need him to just focus in on the defensive end. Which he so actually it, said something along those lines too. I don't know if I tweeted it or not, but. No, I don't think I did. But he's basically like, offense, we're good. Like, defense, we have to lock in. Yeah. So, it, it's good It's good to see that me and Bossman are aligned, as always. 
Uh, quick, Adrian, uh, just because I'm scrolling through all the stuff I transcribed from the second round of interviews. I love Adrian Griffin on adjusting the offense for Dame. It's not rocket science. He said they're elite pick and roll players and the ball will be in their hands, but they're also unselfish, underrated passers. I just thought that was a, a good a good quote from from Griffin. Campaign really won me over with his first interview as a buck. He is like in awe of still being a buck. He said he's nervous about the opportunity. Like campaign is low key kind of a, adorably had a backpack on. He looked like like a freshman on campus. It doesn't uh, help that he's kind of small. Yeah. Pain on the Bucks atmosphere. Man, it's awesome. Everybody got one goal on their mind to win a championship, and that's cool to be around. No vendettas, no none of that. Everybody is one team trying to get to that one goal. It feels good to be around it. Tell me you're on the Phoenix Suns without telling me you're on the Phoenix Suns. What's it feel like to be here? It's good. There's no vendettas. Um, the coach and the center don't hate each other. The The point guard's not trying to get us in trouble for not tucking in our jerseys. Uh, it's It's been good. It's been good. Did you see that DeAndre Ayton basically said he requested a trade this offseason? I dominate. Dominate. He has that tattooed on his the back. The tattoo is horrific. It's so bad. It's really bad. It yeah. might, it's worse than Jason Tatum's chosen one. Yes. That's a bad tattoo. Yes, it is. Like um, the dominant. If you if you just look it up, dominating tattoo. It looks like someone I, wrote that with barbed wire. I can't believe Zach Lowe picked him as one of his five most intriguing players. I think he's going to put up a lot of numbers. What is intriguing? It's it's year six for DeAndre Ayton. That's crazy. I think we know at this point. He called himself dominating, and we know we the book is out. We've watched Andre Drummond play for years. There's film of what you did. We know. Uh, Payne said he he was with his parents after a workout when he heard about the Dame trade. He thought actually it would make his chance of going to Milwaukee worse. He didn't know the roster spot situation. Ten minutes later, he gets a phone call. He had a spot with the Bucks. Everyone was so excited when they called and said I would be on the team. Ten minutes and ten minutes after the Dave trade happened, yeah, they were just like, "Hey, campaign, come on over. We got a we got a roster spot now." Yeah. So it's it's intriguing to know that he was sort of in talks with the Bucks even before a roster. He, he wanted to be a Buck either way. Clearly, yeah, it would have been interesting to see what happened there. Yeah. Because um, obviously, prior to the Dame trade, the Bucks had 15 guaranteed contracts. Correct. Did you see the picture of him where he looks like a coach? And I'm not, I have no idea why. No. I will send it to you right now. The Bucks tweeted like four cool pics of, like, um, of practice. And in one of them, it's kind of a random pic of like Pat, Mar- John, <laughs> and Robin <laughs> Lopez. And I had, to, I had to zoom in. I was like, is that really him? I've never seen... He's wearing like the coach quarter zip and just black shorts and standing with his arms crossed on the sideline. I've never seen a player in a quarter zip before, whether they're active or not. Like I was like, why is he cosplaying as a coach? I get if he can't practice day one because he just got there or whatever. Why? And I think he did actually practice. I I, I have so many questions. Is he going to be a coach? Yeah. Is he is he getting ready? I think campaign would be a good coach. I have no idea. I think he'd be a, he'd be a good like he he's like the type of player that would transition well into being a coach. That's true. I, Robin Lopez's expression. We had a fun game in the Discord in this photo of uh, what is he looking at? He looks shook. I said Brooke. Other people said the mascot or Bango, which is very funny. Hmm. It'd be fun if Bango just showed up at practice. I probably probably does sometimes. Why? It's fun. I guess it's nice. Get everyone pumped up. Chastise Robin. I think it's the other way around based on what I've seen from Robin and post-mascot interactions. Yeah, but he does look like a coach in this photo. 
I was just saw it. I was like, why is he like that? Very strange. Uh, Bobby Very Portis strange. said he's never felt better physically after FIBA. Good. He said it was good for him, which was nice. And good, good. his goal for the year is to be sixth man of the year. He's really embracing being that bench spark plug presence. Called out, called out some people for not voting for him. Yeah. He also said he would start on uh, some teams in the league, and we're not going to go through and figure out what those teams would be. We're going to take mean, that at face value. It's not wrong. Indiana? I think he'd start on... Yeah, he'd start on Indiana. I think Indiana is like the, the best one, probably. Maybe. Um, I think he could start... Maybe he could start in Miami. Will you start on the Lakers? No. Is... Is Bobby worse than Rui? I don't think he would start on the Lakers. Lakers fans are going crazy that I even asked, but I think he's better I than think he would. would. I think he could start on the Heat. Oh, yeah, the Heat have like three players. That's a good call. Yeah. Uh, if we're talking good teams, maybe, maybe the Knicks? No, not the Knicks. No, you can't start over Randall. No, I'm not saying over Randall. I'm saying next to Randall. <laughs> Randall, Bobby, Mitch Rob would be insane. I would actually watch their games. Um, Atlanta? Uh, yeah, I guess John Collins is gone now. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's, you're right. It's a fair statement. And yeah, we're not even I going into like, you know. Like, obviously on the bad teams, he'd be a great starter. Yeah. Then again, I did mention Atlanta. So. Portland. Very not, not high. Yeah. Oh, my God. He'd average 40 for Portland. Let's not get carried away. I love yeah. Bobby, too. Let's not get – let's not lose our credibility over where Bobby could play. Because he's not – he's here and he's focused on being sixth man of the year. He's he wants here and it. he's perfect. He is. I kind of think, think the Bucks I, are going to win 60 this year. I kind of think the Bucks are going to win 70. No, no. Let's not get carried away. Yeah. 60 – I think 60 is good. I think 60 is a good benchmark. I mean, like, they are set up for massive, massive success in the regular season. I mean, I could see them faltering a little early as they sort of get their their rhythm down. But once they start to click, yeah, I think it's over. I just think it's not going to be hard to be like, oh, yeah, it's Dame and Giannis and actions and everything's really – like I, I'm, I'm sure there will be some adjustment. I don't think it's like, oh, we, we lost five games of the first ten because we couldn't figure out how to have Giannis set a screen for Dame. Yeah, I think it, that's that's fair. I, do I think they win the in-season tournament? Maybe. Yes. Yes. Triple crown. In, triple crown. Triple crown. No. Title, triple. mid-season tournament, most regular season wins. Oh, okay, okay. You do get a trophy for that. Oh, yeah. It's the... Used to be the MVP trophy. What's it called? Maurice Podoloff trophy? Or oh, my God. Maybe they should. That's what... That's what the MVP trophy was called. Now it's the Michael Jordan MVP. Oh, which is good. No disrespect to Maurice Podoloff, but am I am I remembering that right? I think I don't know. Let's see. Yep, I am. They never called it that. It's so funny. The Larry OB is like iconic, and that's the MVP trophy. Yeah, you just get the MVP. Yeah, Shout out Maurice Podoloff. Maurice P. Mo P. Mo P. Nah, I think Maurice Peterson as well. Oh yeah, Morris, yeah. Morris Peterson's Mo Pete. True. Cool. We're just we're just bringing out the random Stay names. Guys. Do you have anything else for media day or practice that stood out? Um, not not really. I mean, it's just 
the if Chris is the only guy like not practicing, whatever is happening with Chris. Yeah. Um, I just give me give sign. me one report of Chris practicing this week, and all is good. All is yeah, right. All is good. It'll be interesting to see who plays preseason game one. Yeah, very interesting um, for us. Yeah, very interesting for us. Uh, selfish, selfishly thinking about that one, but yeah. um, yeah, I think I think my biggest takeaway is that everyone seems to be on the same page. Yeah, like the it's vibes when are you, so good when you come back when you get eliminated in embarrassing fashion, like what happened to them last season. There's a chance the team comes back and they're a bit rattled. There's a chance. And it's like, yeah, that'll that'll stick with the team. But no, everyone seems to be on the same page. Everyone seems to be locked in. Everyone seems to be like working towards the same goal and are very, very, very determined to do so. And everyone seems to lock lockstep with each other. Nothing. No one's contradicting the other one except for Adrian Griffin contradicting himself. But God, I hate injuries. <laughs> it's so bad. Hopefully we don't knock on wood. Hopefully we don't have to deal with that a lot this season. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's the vibes are the vibes are tremendous. I was thinking the healthiest Bucks playoff run is like what when they won. I mean, either way, it's when Giannis only missed like half of a series. Isn't that yeah. wild? That's the healthiest they've been in the last three playoff runs is when Giannis only missed half of a full st- their best player missed half of a series, and that's like that's a pretty healthy playoff run. Just give us one. Actually, give us four in a row. I'll be greedy. Give us four oh, man, healthy I just playoff re- runs. I just realized uh, Giannis drew uh, Chris just still never lost a playoff series when healthy. There we go. We can 08 Celtics hit. I don't want to do that, though. Um, two, two, For now. Two True quick combat. hits. True. Two quick hits. One, uh, the nerd take is Damian Lillard has a long contract. He's going to be negative value in four years. I have totally flipped to we get Dame for four years. That's awesome. That's pretty sick. Somebody was already asking the Discord, oh, is, are we going to be are we, are we at risk of losing Dame? Nope. Three seasons nope. and a big player option, baby. Oh, yeah. That he's likely going to opt into. You never know. You never know. Modern Dame science. Could be playing, he could be playing at an MVP level. Who knows? Is Dame going to win MVP this year? No. I don't think either of them will. But maybe yeah, if, if they're really winning 60 plus, maybe. If they win 70. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's again, Rohan. Uh, you know what? I can't temper you because they got Dame. Anything they got Dame. Possible. You always told me to temper expectations when talking about Dame. I know. I know. I Look did. at where we are now. Indeed. My last thing. Uh, report out of Blazers camp. The non-scoot rookies to Mari Kamara's or to, to, to Kamara is looking pretty good. And I am still flabbergasted. The Suns had to throw him into Portland, and the Bucks kept Marjon, Ajax, Chris Livingston, uh, the, all their Portland's 2024 pick, their 2027 pick. Like the young guy thrown in had to be Kamara from the Suns. I still am just like, whew, thank God, because certainly Crazy. Marjon is needed right now. But I mean, that that's still wild to me. The team who gave up Aiton to get Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little also had to give up the prospect in the deal. Grayson Allen slash Victor Oladipo. Yeah, either or. Which is still just like, guy's not going to play any games. Like, the Suns are so, so obsessed, singularly obsessed with, oh my God. I mean, Aiden wanted out of there, I guess. Well, yeah, but uh, this is, you know, the Bucks are all in too. Not quite mortgaged as hard as the Suns, but 
I'm very glad the Bucks don't have an owner who's just like single-handedly forcing these deals because I don't think the Suns are getting the best piece of every basketball move. No, obviously, but you do have some room to play with after you make that heist of a Bradley Beal trade. Yeah. Which is, it kind of makes up for it. And now they're mortgaging their swaps to get more stuff. They're going to be in, uh, everyone talks about the Bucks. The Suns are going to be in a very interesting position in like two years. Very, very, very interesting. But is Booker going to be the next guy that asks out? It's Embiid, but. Yeah. Also, the Suns are Peyton Pritchard. He's now the third point guard on the Celtics again. Fast PP's got to be heated. Fast PP is just, he's just constantly. Same with like Korkmaz, right? He he was always requesting a trade. Yeah, Korkmaz. Is he out of the league? Or is he still on the Sixers? I swear he's somewhere. Did he sign with a different team? Ferk? He nope, he's still on the Sixers. I was gonna, I, I would, I would remember a Furkan Korkmaz signed somewhere, Rohan. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I was thinking Niang. That's who I was thinking. Oh was yeah, yeah, Cavs. yeah. I really like the Cavs team. Yeah, Cavs are going to be good. I'm seeing top three record when I look at them. They're, they're, in the East, like, in the East. Looking at looking at their offseason, they they're going to be quite uh, decent. Quite decent. Hot take from Rohan Kadi. Um. Yeah, so uh, the Cavs are going to be. I think it's just so unfortunate that the Bucks and Celtics loaded up. Yeah, because then it just leaves the Cavs and like, oh, what, <laughs> what, what do we do next? <laughs> yeah, like can we get to the conference finals if they match up in the same bracket? That's like the the upside for the season. The mm-hmm. Ringer Power Rankings round one put them 14th in the NBA. It's kind of low. That's very low. Kind of low. Everyone's I mean, so high on the Pelicans. I, I don't. I don't know how we do this every year. If the Pelicans stay play, healthy, I'm telling you. If the Pelicans stay healthy, they are a contender. One, I think that's a stretch. Two, okay. If if Marjon is primary Allen, the Bucks will win seventy. I can throw around ifs too. Yeah, one's more likely than the other though. Marjon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's 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 the Pelicans being healthy. I already staked my claim on that in our welcome, season. welcome to also oh, someday, someday Pacific and Central maybe one day maybe our, our preview. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We kind of got sidetracked by Damian. Lillard. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that, I think I think the listeners uh, listeners please vote. Would you rather hear more about Dame on the Bucks or us trying to talk about what we think about the Kings this year? Which fine, sure. Yeah, let us know for sure. Do we have anything else we need to touch on? I, I guess James I, Harden. Oh, yeah. It's very boring. He showed up. He's just there. He's not in a fat suit. I hope he's lulling them into a false sense of security. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we think we're all right. We think we're all right. And then boom, there comes the fat suit. Boom, there comes the iPad at practice. (laughs) Boom, there comes. He's just showing up, just not playing games. Ben Simmons made 10 straight free throws. Oh, my God. League's cooked. League's cooked. NBL. League is cooked. Uh, did you say NBL? Yeah. Oh. But then somebody corrected me. He'll never show up for Australia. So it actually would probably be the Chinese League or something. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Welcome to Guangdong, Ben Simmons. <laughs> uh, get ready to learn Chinese, but Maybe he'll have a good year. I don't even want to be negative, but um, I would you not. You don't want to be negative when it comes to Ben Simmons, but you'll be negative when it comes to the Pelicans? 
Mm. I just feel like I've heard too much about the Pelicans. If we start hearing about Ben Simmons a bunch, I'll be negative about him too. Ben Simmons is trying to make sure you hear about Ben Simmons. I know. Yeah, so maybe I can be more negative about him. Yeah. We'll see. The Brooklyn's going to be probably a tire fire this year, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, I I like their summer. Well, regardless. The East is just really good. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Maybe maybe they fight for a play-in. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Although I saw Malika Andrews staked out my – Pacer six seed position. Really? Yeah. There's even many with, of us. Even with Buddy Heald potentially on the way out? Yeah. It doesn't help. Well, I think it was like who could surprise. So I don't know if it was as bold of a take. Somebody I mean, said Orlando. Are, Orlando. I, my team's still Detroit. <laughs> the year three Cade. I saw they, they're thinking about a Wiseman Duran lineup. And I said, I've seen what I needed to see. No, I think it was I think it was Wiseman and uh, I forget who Bagley. Bagley are com- are heard, competing. It, they're competing for the backup. No, I saw spot. that too. But at a different point, Monty said something about a two like a two center lineup. And it's just like, come on, man. I mean, you kind of have to when all of your players are centers. Just send one of them home. Yeah, I guess. But I don't know, man. I think I think I'm never going to quit Cade in the Pistons. Tough division for that team. Yeah. Orlando's got Miami, who's not as good. Washington, Charlotte, right? Several times a year. And Atlanta. Yeah. The Atlantic yeah. And, and Central. I mean, the Central and Atlantic are fairly loaded. The uh, South Southeast, someone's going to sneak into uh, a ninth seed pretty easily just from playing all those other teams. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I still think I don't know. I think Detroit's going to surprise a lot of people. Cade MIP incoming. Not Marjon. Unfortunately, not. <laughs> It'd be really fun if Marjon won it, but I think Cade's more likely. Yeah, I, I'm not. You're just not disagree. in on Cade. No, I mean I'm I'm fine with Cade. I I don't think I've said this. I don't think he's in a good position. That's fair. Cade I, to the Bucks. Let's make it happen. Yeah, he'd be in a better position there. He'd be a good fifth starter. That'll work. Oh my god, that's my new that's my new. It would actually be kind of clunky. I don't know if it would be because it's like you have a lot of ball handling on the court. Now. But does he defend at that level? He can. He's a big dude. Well, He's that's like different. Eight. So is Chris. Yeah, but Kate's I know Chris is old. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> He's a six eight athlete. Who you'll be starting at the two? Uh I'm. I'm going to leave us with one thing here. Making okay. the executive decision. It's almost outro time. I could talk about Cade forever if you want to. No. The, I think a guy who would be the perfect Bucks fifth starter is a guy Damian Lillard is very close with on that Brooklyn Nets team. And just going to leave it at there. And we can – I don't think anything's happening anytime soon, to be clear. But Dame is a guy who has some of these relationships around the league. And if Brooklyn is indeed – floundering at a certain point in the next couple of years. I think there would be a lot of interest on Mikhail's side and the Bucks' side to oh, pair him with I thought you were talking about Dame. Cam Thomas. I was not. I certainly was not. But you're talking about Dennis Smith Jr. No. Uh, everyone thinks Dorian Finney-Smith is going to be a... Uh, Everyone's so excited about DFS. It's like, why? I think he's fine. 
I think he's all right. I mean, mm, is he better than Jay Crowder? Oh, I I hope so for his sake. I like Jay, but I don't know. A lot of people are excited about a Pat for Dorian Finney-Smith trade. I'm just I'm not really moved by it. If Pat looks worse to start the year, but I don't think he will. Noah, he's using the Noah. That's the that's another thing. Yeah, he's using the Pat's Noah. using the Noah. So good, finally. I, I think it's going to be used it all year last year. He's got a good case to be that. I think it's got to be him or Marjon at this point. Yeah, I think it's him, Marjon, or Boss Man. If Pat I'm comes still, out here stroking forty four percent, that'd be that'd be a sight to see. Yeah, you still think Boss Man? I still think Boss Man's in the running. I think he's the third best option. Yeah, I think that speaks more to the options then. Sorry, Malik Beasley. No, it can't be Malik Beasley. No, I said sorry, Malik Beasley. No, I'm yeah, I'm saying he's not in the running because it just can't happen. Yeah. It uh, will not. Watch him be the opening day starter. That would be so funny. But the Bucks just score 150 points. That would be the blueprint if it's Malik gave, Beasley. And then give up 160 or something. No. They give up 140. Yeah. Adrian Griffin said the goal of the game is to score more points. Dame helps with that. It is true. It is indeed true. Okay, let's wrap this up here. Somehow we've done like an hour 20 on media day. Just quotes. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> when they play games. Conversations. Yeah. yeah, that was a fun part. <laughs> it was really fun. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of the Eurostep here on Blue Wire and GSPN. Uh, make sure you check out gspn.info for all our other podcasts here on the network. If you want a, if you want a cathartic Brewers podcast, check out Bru- Cruising for a Bruising. I almost said Bruising for a Cruising. I've, I've done that. At least you didn't call it Talk of the Tundra. <laughs> so you can check, check out, out Monday Night Football. Yeah, Monday Night Football: The Packers versus the Raiders. Can we just keep Devonte? I'm I'm all about that. Can we just like show? Is it a home game or an away game? I that know. I don't know. Um, if it's an away game, just sneak him onto the plane. If it's a home game, just don't let him onto the Raiders team plane. Yeah. I, uh, our Brewers take did not age well because uh, we didn't know how many games were in the series. Yeah. And because the Brewers did not win any, much less four. Yeah. They, they, won, uh, they won a grand total of zero games. They got swept at home. Um, well, that bodes really well for Arizona, though, because I think I read somewhere that – Every time the Brewers have been eliminated in the postseason, that team has either won the World Series or gone to the World Series. Yeah. So that streak's probably being broken this year. <laughs> it would be awesome if it wasn't, to be honest. If but, if either the Braves or Dodgers get – actually, I'd probably both get smacked by the Snakes. That would be it, funny It would enough. be both. It would, it would, it be, would both. be both because they're yeah. playing the Dodgers in the DS. Or Phillies. The, yeah. Phillies or Braves. Yeah. Phillies or Braves in the uh, NLCS. Now we know baseball. See? And this is NLDS is a five five team series. Now we're going bridge too far <laughs> okay, to ask us to know that. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, make sure you listen to Cruising for Bruising for actual baseball people. Uh, but yeah, check out gspn.info for all our links. Pod random, and we will talk to you next time.